0: Affirm our faith with joy and a willing spirit as we hear today's scripture. Our reading is from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. This is God's word to God's people.
1: recent Holy Land trip stimulated a, uh, a memory for me that I, I want to share with you. I was staying at, uh, at Pilger House on the, uh, on the north shore of the Sea of Galilee. And by uh, the sound of that name, you could guess that it was a, a place sponsored by uh, German Christians for uh, accounting for pilgrims in the area, and I was able to uh, get a room there. I had heard from the staff that that next door at Tabka at the Church of the Multiplication of the Loaves, the monks would do evening services, and that uh, there's a chance that that maybe a pilgrim or two could could get in, and so I took that as a challenge, and I Weaved through the orchard that separated Pilger House from the chapel. This is uh, in the dark. Squeezed through a a gate that somehow was left open enough for someone my size to weasel through. And I snuck into the back of their darkened chapel. The monks were chanting there their Vesper service. The the chapel was lit only by candles. I slipped into a rear chair, trying not to draw attention to myself, um, my hiking hat in hand on tiptoes to the last row, and I wasn't noticed, or I was noticed and I was made nothing of. Just motionlessly welcomed in among the other few worshippers that were there in the chairs looking towards the semicircle of monks in the chancel who were chanting. Before long I was transfixed. This, this chanting business was was new to me, uh, yet it was, it was captivating. The candlelight was dancing on the, on the chancel dome. The voices were kind of lilting through the space. Something was going on that was um, much bigger than me, yet through my mindfulness, through my, my willingness, was including me as well and i literally felt my soul being drawn up into god's embrace i felt god smiling down upon our efforts of worship of of honoring of him i left that night feeling Remarkably centered in myself, feeling bolstered for what was before me, feeling at home in the strangest of places through a worship that wasn't even in my language or in my style. At home and strengthened. It was a, uh, a mystical, a transcendent moment for me. On our recent Holy Land trip, we went to this chapel. And as my mind time traveled to those earlier recollections for me, our travelers, well, they met the space unencumbered with my personal memory. Yet I would venture that they were touched somehow by the delights that their eyes took in And what they envisioned in their religious imagination of this place, this place that was honoring the feeding of the 5,000 by Jesus. The miracle of sustenance by the divine, the sense of scarcity somehow being transformed into abundance through faith centuries of wonder and of worship at that place at that mosaic on the floor of the loaves and the fishes all of that was there for them for the taking, for the experiencing, if, if they could open themselves up to what there was before them. And I, and I think they did. Now, all our worship experiences aren't as, as magical as this one that I've shared with you was for me. Yet I want you to know, I want you to know that your worship leaders, your clergy and your your music ministry directors here, we are all seeking to shape this hour into a a heartfelt and a thought-provoking time of, of spiritual transcendence, and religious deepening. We seek to serve that up for you each week. And we pray that you come in with a willingness and an openness to be touched by God's Spirit through these things, these conventions of ours that we do and call worship. And so we continue on our our sermon series about setting a course for a better life. We began with the focus of the importance of relationships to ministry, and we continue on now this month with the focus on the wonder of worship, the miracle of worship, and how it transposes us and transcends us and transforms us. When we give ourselves over to it. Talking about its importance for us as disciples of Christ. And nurturing that discipleship. And talking about its importance for us to provide for those around us who come through our door, who are hungering and thirsting for a touch of the living Lord, that they might have it also through the worship that we do. It is our sense, it is our belief that engaging in worship, the experience of worship, puts us on a course for a better life. And we believe that because we understand through the worship experience ourselves more honestly and more appropriately. We are confronted or put in the presence of the creator of the cosmos. And it's hard when that happens to think That you are the boss of yourself. That you are the creator of your world. That it is through your whims and through your power that you stand astride this place. Worship helps us to get our heads straight about who we are, whose we are, how we are. And it also then connects us to this loving and this creative energy source of life that we call God, that we access through the living Lord of Christ Jesus. Worship renews that. Our communion, our prayer life, our songs renews that connection for us. Some people think that they can be spiritual or religious without worship. I just don't get it. I'm that much of a dinosaur. I just don't get it. How can you being in a how can you be in a loving marriage and never pay attention to your spouse? Is that possible? How can you love books and not read them? How can you love movies and not watch them? How can you love the local sport team and not pay attention or not play the game? Phil Maynard writes, Worship is about giving honor and glory to God. If we believe in God and we think that God is, I don't know, godly, then how do we not worship God? How do we think it's fine to just acknowledge God's reality, yet do nothing about that reality? Nothing about our relationship to God. Mania goes on to write, at the corporate level, worship is the gathering of the community of faith to praise God, to learn the ways of God, and be challenged to take the next steps in our commitment as a believer in God, a disciple of Christ. At the personal level, worship is about living life in a way that honors God in all that we are and all that we do. This is what our scripture is focusing on this morning worship is a spiritual mindset and it is a lifestyle we'll hear more of this from pastor rachel over the next couple weeks He reminds us the purposes of worship are to remember and honor what God has done. We do that, do we not? Yet also to discern and celebrate what God is now doing. God is not dead. We're not in a museum. God is alive. God is working through those who open themselves up. To the power of God in this time, this place. It's to witness to our faith about all of this. That's what worship is about. We're making a witness that we're on board with this. And it's to encourage the faith of others to join in this pilgrimage. Your neighbors see you driving off to the golf course on Sunday morning and they say, aha. Uh-huh. They see you driving off to church on Sunday morning, and they say, aha. So on Scout Sunday, I can't help but think about that Scout Oath and how it has some religious phrases and thoughts in it. And all those scouts are no longer here with us. I don't know what they're doing. Are they cleaning up in the kitchen? Dale. You're still here. To do my duty to God and country... What do you suppose the scouts' duty is to God? What do those kids think their duty is? To obey the scout law, which includes being ethical and reverent, they say. And I wonder, what do the scouts think ethical behavior is. I wonder what they think practicing reverence is. I wonder if those youngsters are thinking about these things as keys to life. Wondering where they pick up those skills, where they develop those skills. They talk about being morally straight, and I'm thinking that means that they are learning how to choose between right and wrong. And I know that clearly is what's necessary to be a good leader, to be a person of character among other people in our community, in our neighborhoods. And I wonder if they're thinking about that And I wish they were here to hear me ask them questions. And I hope we find ways to pass these on to them. Who guides them and supports them in this effort to be morally straight? Who do they see as their models for this? Who are they emulating? Each week, as these scouts repeat the oath, they do it every Monday night in this place, isn't it? They do it each week. And they repeat repeat the scout law. And I hope they pause and they reflect upon its importance as they are doing that. And especially as one of the pastors of their chartering organization, I want to encourage us to encourage them to stay through worship the next Scout Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) To consider what it is that they are saying each Monday or whenever it is that the girls get together or the cubbies get together and they give their oath And to see how it is that God makes any sense to them and how they grow into being authentic people who live into what they're saying. As we as a community faith seek to help ourselves set a better course for our life by being a part of the worship experience every week, realizing that that kind of connection that we stimulate through being together in song and in prayer and in quiet meditation and contemplation of what's said in sermon and in scripture, in the challenge of the prayer of dedication where we are now saying to ourselves, so what over what that has happened here today? What does that mean for me as I leave this place? And as we walk out with a benediction on our souls that it would mean something to us. As we see that all as a part of what helps us to set a course for a better life, may we also find ways through our relationships to invite others into this same experience and do all that we can in the shaping and the providing of this experience that others may also find in being in this place in the presence of God the nurture the motivation the encouragement to set a course for a better life Amen.